Hi, I'm Max Breyer. And I'm Ella Watts. And we're the team behind Upriver Downriver, a magical, fantasy, tarot-inspired role-playing game currently on Kickstarter. Upriver Downriver is a game about choices, journeys, and the promises you make to yourself and those around you. As the crew of a ship sailing the Great River, you'll pledge an extraordinary oath to reach either the mythical source of the river to find knowledge, magic, and power, or the sea to find freedom, redemption, and a better world. And for every backer we receive, we'll donate one pound to the River's Trust. Search Kickstarter for Upriver Downriver and start your journey. Thank you. And in the words of an old sailor's blessing, may your anchor be tight, your cork be loose, your rum be spiced, and your compass be true. That sounds kind of wrong. <laughs> Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compere for this backstage episode from our current main house production. I'm joined backstage by the cast of said production. Greetings, I'm Josh. I'm playing Ginny Greenteeth, the Spellslinger. Hello, I'm Ellie. I'm playing Percy Byron, the Exile. Hi, I'm Nat. I'm playing Gwyneth, the Divine. Hi, my name's Alex, and I'm playing Graham, the Summoned. Uh, But we're not going to talk about those characters in this episode. We're going to come up with some normals. (laughs) Normies. (laughs) Some muggles. Yep. Uh, Because we've got a few uh, non-player characters already established that are kind of, you know, people just around town. But I feel like sort of a lot of the non-player characters we have established have been people that have been, that we've had to come up with because they're on a character sheet. Mm. And as such, they've ended up being, you know, some sort of fae or some sort of wizard or some sort of whatever. And I'd like to flesh out the the non-magical, the mundane side of Sheridan if we can. So I'd like us to for each of the four of you to come up with a non-player character and flesh out like the shopkeepers, the lollipop ladies, etc. of this small town. And I feel like that's probably a good like jumping off point for them is starting with what role does, do these people play in the community and then we can kind of build from there. I'm thinking straight away postman. Yeah. Um, his Everybody. name is Dennis. Dennis the postman. I like it. Dennis. Not the menace. <laughs> um, it's all about the rhyming surname. I know, right? Um, Dennis Grantham. Ooh, Grantham, that's good. It's quite a grand good. name. <clears throat> yeah. Getting down to Nabby vibes. Anybody else got a profession in mind? Yes, the the owner, proprietor of the Greasy Spoon at which we often yes. spend our time. Yeah. I think she's called Beryl. Nice, yeah. nice. Good name. Yeah. 
<laughs> the peril. <laughs> oh, 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 I was like, oh. <laughs> Matt beat me to it. And all the people that live here, wrestlers, just now. <laughs> yeah, they've no, all no, got great spandex. They've all they've all walked out the pages of the Beano. Yeah, apparently yeah. they. Yeah. Um, Beryl Pilkington. Nice. Yes. Nice. Beryl Pilkington, who runs the Greasy Spoon. Yeah. Does that Greasy Spoon have baked beans? Yes. Good. Course. Went to a greasy spoon the other day and they were like, we don't do beans. What? what? Oh, well, quite. Outrage. I hope you walked out after flipping the table. <laughs> I didn't. I already ordered. Um, and I was hungry. <laughs> and you had the driest full English breakfast known to man. Yeah, so weird. No beans. Ridiculous. Beryl once went to a, a place that didn't do beans and vowed... <laughs> she would if anything she does too many beans <laughs> yeah. it's like the spam yeah. sketch from Monty Python yeah. it's beans yeah. beans beans <laughs> I feel like this is a bit of a cheat but I was, was thinking of introducing a character that I put in my secret off air one shot. An off air one shot, yes. That is not for public consumption. Go for it. Um, Because it was so rude. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) Saucy. No, it was not. Um, But I I went to look up my notes. My digital notes did not contain his name because I came up with it on the fly. So it's in my notebook, which I neglected to bring with me. (laughs) Who is it? Uh, The the arsehole Tory MP. Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name. Narrow it down. I've decided now is is called uh, Jack Mangrove. Jack Mangrove. Yeah. <laughs> M- MP or councillor? Oh, um, yeah. Mm. Tory MP probably wouldn't live in the town, would he? No, no, local councillor, but yeah. it's still that vibe. I feel like he was called yeah. Colin or something like that. <laughs> well, maybe. But it doesn't, this, I love the Jack Mangrove. <laughs> yeah. What a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Lives in a swamp. Um, <laughs> Very sweaty. And also uh-huh. to, to the... We tried uh, to drain the swamp. Yeah. Jack Mangrove <laughs> no. was there. <laughs> It's like, I need it to live. <laughs> and in that same mm-hmm. one shot, the waitress at the B&B, yeah. uh, not the B&B, the waitress yeah. at the Greasy Spoon was called Ronnie. Yes, you're right. Yeah, we have Beryl and Ronnie. Beryl runs the place, Ronnie's the server. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go, that's more NPCs than I was expecting. Josh, any thoughts? So we've got the postman, mm-hmm. a councillor, yeah. and a cafe owner. Yep. Hmm. I'm going to be uninspiring and I'm going to take one of... Your suggestions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take lollipop man. Yeah. Uh, lollipop person. Traffic yeah. guardian, whatever they like yeah. to be called. Traffic guardian. God, I, I will guard you, traffic. <laughs> Behold my trafficy powers. Do they call them crossing guards yeah. in the yeah. States? Yeah. Crossing yeah, so. guards. Yeah. yeah. Mad, aren't they? <sighs> mm. Lollipop person. Yeah. yeah. Lollipop, lollipop, lollipop person. Yeah. Okay. Recent retiree, because a lot of them are, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. Well, they certainly were when, when I was at school. I've got a name. Yep. I've done my usual thing of just go onto Google Maps and search for random villages in the middle of Gloucestershire. Okay. So this chap is called Charlton Abbott. Ooh. Nice. Very good. Charlie for short. Mm-hmm. Charlton Abbott. Mm-hmm. Love that he's shortened Charlton to Charlie, which is the same amount of silly. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as posh, though, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he'd like More to... relatable. Yeah. Chaz. Uh, yeah, see. <laughs> what sort of... Uh, so each, each of you tell me... For the character that you've just come up with, mm-hmm. uh, what is it an experience that your player character has had of that person? Just so we can get a sense of what they're what they're like. I've accepted post yeah. from Dennis yeah. and creeped him out <laughs> because I sniffed it. <laughs> and how did he how did, how would what you know, what sort of response does Dennis have to that? Um, kind of a stoic? Does he never Give your po- never bring your post again. Like 
I think he continues bringing the post because, you know, it's his job. But he, yeah, he's a bit more wary and is very hopeful that he doesn't have to encounter Graham again. Okay. Like most people, really. <laughs> and I think Graham was fascinated by our use of stamps and just the postal service in, in general. Cause but they ask him a lot of questions. An, or, like, yeah. Too, yeah, far too many questions. Mm. Far too many questions. Yeah. So, if, you know, if he, if he treats this as like, well, this is my job, I've got to do it. Do you mm. think he tried to answer those questions to the best of his ability or was he like constantly trying to get away? A, a, a column A and column B, <laughs> just like sort of answering questions whilst backing off, yeah. um, hoping at some point that I'd stop. Okay, um, so like not not forceful enough to be like, I've got other things to do, not my job, yeah. mate. He's no, he's he's a he's a nice enough individual that he wants to to sort of like answer the questions, but at the same time he is he has got other things to do. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, and you know, last bastion of the the postal service, you know, it, yeah. all of the other mail delivery people around Sheridan are all bringing Amazon packages and uh, mm-hmm. in their yodel vans and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But no, Dennis still pushing his bright red Royal Mail mail yeah. trolley. Absolutely nice. Anyone else? I feel like Jack Mangrove mm-hmm. were, came across Gwyneth while. She was doing some uh, staff twirling practice kind of in in the woods and he was going for a jog. And he probably tried to tell her that she couldn't do that. <laughs> but also in that horrible, smarmy kind of slightly come on kind of way, that oh. really horrible. But she just completely didn't understand at mm-hmm. all. And now he's he's trying to set up a petition that you can't be mm-hmm. wielding Weapons or doing circus arts Mm. in the woods. Um, (laughs) What a prick. Yeah. I hate him. (laughs) He doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely seeing blue pinstriped suit. Not when he was jogging in the forest, but... (laughs) Why not? Lycra blue pinstriped suit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pinstriped lycra. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I can see, I can feel the smarm and the like, well, I know the local ordinances and yeah, I know yeah, that you yeah. shouldn't be doing that, even though you're harming nobody. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he probably would have got up in Percy's Grill as well, because yeah. one of the things we established in our non-recorded mm-hmm. session was that um, Percy runs like mixed martial arts sessions for yeah. Yeah. mostly the older women of the community. Pre-suffragitsu. Exactly. Yeah. And Suffragitsu. Have you not heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just forgotten about it. And um, he presumably would have taken offence at that as yeah. well. Because we probably practice in the woods quite a lot. Yeah. And the thing is, he, he couldn't have picked on two worse people. <laughs> yeah. You know, two yes. people that would have given less of a shit than Quinny yeah. <laughs> 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 and Percy. <laughs> Um, I reckon, in terms of Beryl mm-hmm. at the calf, Percy and Beryl got into it over oh. the quality of the black pudding okay. that she's got <laughs> in stock. Because that's one of Percy's favourites, very much like a reminder of home situation. Yeah. And Percy is not a charming person, so <laughs> she would have gone straight in there with a heavy critique. Um, I think Beryl pushed back, and I think they ended up going on a day trip together mm-hmm. to visit the local farms oh, yeah. and suppliers. Um, and as a result, Beryl has changed suppliers. Uh, she's got some, gr- and Percy negotiated some really good deals with the local farmers and whatever else. So um, they're now like, they, they get on really well. They've earned each other's respect. Very much so. And uh, Percy always gets like some freebies chucked in with uh, oh, whatever she's nice. ordering. Nice. From old black pudding Beryl. That's right. <laughs> mm, I'm now I love that full English. 
a friendship forged in black pudding. Yeah, mm. amazing. Um, uh, uh, what what does does Beryl have an attitude to the uh, Graham going through her bins? Because that happens. <laughs> I mean, Good I think point, we established yeah. that Graham prefers the bins out the back of the subway. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's you a big know, fan of those, the greasy but... spoon will do in a pinch. Absolutely. Um, I reckon Beryl's seen some weird <laughs> shit, and she's not really phased by it. Um, in fact, she probably thinks it's useful because mm-hmm. it means that um, the bin is not as full. Yeah. Um, and the local council really uh, cracked down on how much um, waste local businesses can put out. It's so a, it's she's a mangrove re election issue. Yeah, yeah, I bet Mangrove yeah, got yeah. involved in that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mangrove. <laughs> so I reckon for her, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a win. Great. Uh, and what about Charlton Abbott? I think Charlton uh, holds a flame for Jenny. Oh, really? I think that he is uh, recently. Recently retired, recently widowed. Uh, he takes mm-hmm. the lollipop man job to give him something to do. Mm-hmm. And I think he shows a bit of an interest in, in Ginny. And Ginny ain't having none of it. Aww. Ginny purposefully <laughs> avoids the street that he uh, that he works on, that he can't. So she doesn't have to have a conversation with him. I mean, it's bad. It's a bad place to be when it's like the school run. Like, I don't imagine Ginny wants to be around small children either. No, no, I don't think she gets on with them. <laughs> <laughs> the small children and... and uh, uh, Recent retiree who's coming on to her. Yeah, unit. I think I think like the first time she wanted to cross the road, he came over and really like grabbed her and tried to like help oh, think her old lady old lady. across the road because oh, she yeah. was doing her old yeah. lady impression to avoid yeah. suspicion, and she's like, "Fucking oh, no. get your hands off me." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think part of the reason she really does, apart from that incident, was clearly would put you off on the right foot, wrong foot? But do you think one of the reasons that she doesn't like him is that he will talk to her about old people stuff? Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And she's not interested because <laughs> yeah. you know she's got uh, she's got an intellectual romantic relationship mm. with Graham on the go because they talk about stuff that's not old people stuff they talk about yeah. summoning and about divination mm. and about whereas he just wants to talk about whether she watched the latest episode of Deal or No Deal yeah yeah, yeah and he doesn't have enough tentacles so. no. right it's a problem <laughs> the way I see do you remember in the movie Mrs Doubtfire there's that bus driver that really takes a liking to Robin Williams as Mrs Doubtfire yeah. and just, like, talks, yeah. <laughs> always yeah. talks to him and he's like oh, okay never mind just a, like, he's, just a, he's just a nice lonely old man but he's, he's yeah. chatting up the wrong girl <laughs> Lovely. Getting a sense of these people. Uh, the last thing I want to ask about all, all these four th- these four new people is um, what they stand to lose in the kind of monster attacks that are becoming more more and more frequent in Sheridan these days. I imagine if they remember them. If they remember them. If they well, yeah, I wish they probably. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, we can obviously take it as red. They they could lose their lives. Mm. In the yeah, these are deadly. But you know. I assume with Beryl, it's um, constant property damage. Yeah. Because mm. I imagine the calf gets smashed up quite regularly. Market Street got smashed up pretty bad in mm. the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it's, yeah, property damage and therefore losing customers. Yeah. I mean, Mangrove has so much paperwork to do now. <laughs> After all that, he's probably yeah. fuming. And, you know, people, when bad stuff happens in town, people they tend complain. to vote out the incumbents. Yeah. That's, that's just what you do. That's what you do. Vote out the incumbents when things are bad. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What a good idea, Matt. <laughs> what was that about voting out the incumbents? It's a thing that you should do when things yeah. are bad. Right. I might bear that in mind next time there's a vote that I'm eligible to take part in. And are you registered to vote, Ellie? <laughs> I actually am registered to vote. Oh, that's good. In fact, I'm so concerned that I want to make sure I can always vote, dis- despite whatever circumstance I might be in. So I'm registered for a postal vote, Natalie. <laughs> oh, what a brilliant idea. Hmm. Gov.uk forward slash register. <laughs> Speaking of postal votes, what about Dennis the Postman? <laughs> um, sublime. Um, I think with Dennis the Postman, it's just disruption to his route. 
Yeah. So if he has to go a longer way round, <laughs> if there's like disruption or literal rubble that he's got mm-hmm. to walk around, he's like, oh god. I imagine sometimes like he might be in line to be kind of the first person to discover things. Sometimes, mm. like if it's something, if it's, there's like a haunted house situation, he might be the first person to notice oh. that. Like, oh, I can't get stuff through the letterbox because it's all piling up. That is a good point. I haven't considered that. Mm. Yeah. So he he might yeah. Unwitting first responder. <laughs> also, I think a post postal worker is often sort of invisible to lots mm. of people. So I wonder if he's actually witnessed quite a lot of strange mm. activity in the town because people doing spells or like monsters <laughs> or like fights that are happening. A postal worker sort of just blends into the background, mm. and he could just be in like the background of you know a filmic shot being like oh i just need to deliver this to 14a <laughs> but it appears to be on fire <laughs> well it does beg the question then has it has he developed a system to remember things mm. can't sleep again that's or, what i was thinking flip of that is he just completely always oblivious like he sees so much that he just it's like there's chaos happening in tourist trap down yeah. the street, and he's just there on his little bike, <laughs> just going through it, completely oblivious. He's been overexposed yeah. to it. It's yeah, just, yeah. So doesn't much. even register to him anymore. <laughs> Which way? Oh, Which way? His mind's just Which too. Way? His mind palace is just all taken up with the route. Yeah, and like the postcodes and things. There's no room for any of this oh, other yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Do you think? Because um, with cutbacks, <laughs> he is now in charge of a much larger area oh, than he used to be. Mm. So he has to do like the whole of Sheridan, mm. whereas before there was maybe like four four posties in the area. <laughs> so maybe he is just so preoccupied with um, hitting his targets mm. and his route. That he... Has he got like the cab driver's knowledge in his head but mm. all of Sheridan? Yes. Yeah, so it could be a good, useful person to know. Yeah, mm. true. I'm going to leave it down to a roll of a dice. <gasps> I'm going to use First the cursed dice, roll. cursed dice tower. Um, one to three, he remembers all. Uh-huh. And then four, four five, six, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. Remember. He's completely yeah. oblivious. Poor old Dennis. <laughs> we must protect him. We yes. must protect. At all costs. <laughs> yes. And uh, what about Charlton? Well, Charlton doesn't, doesn't really have much left to no. lose, does he? Uh, <laughs> in this oh. tragic existence. Um, that is except his prize vegetable patch. Ooh, okay. Ooh. In the grounds of his very nice house. Okay. So if the monster in this game we're about to play is the were-rabbit. I was just going to say He's going to have all his carrots and marrows pulled up. Somehow he just, some, like, he's growing these marrows and somehow he always gets pipped in the competition by, mm. by Mayor Danbrook. Oh. Oh, by the beaver! Jackie <laughs> <Yeah>. beaver! <laughs> well, amazing. I think we've speed created some, what I think are, are actually quite well fleshed out non-player characters there, so I love it. Let's see if they turn up. Great. I love Beryl. <laughs> Beryl's great. <laughs> Josh Yard as Ginny Greenteeth and Ellie Pitkin as Persephone Byron. 
Sound design for this production is by Natalie Winter, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. I'm Matt Boothman, and I play the supporting cast, as well as editing and producing the episode. We were playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Roleplayers is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on.